Hey guys, welcome back. We have a more traditional episode today. It features Amber Hanning from Prosper Grows, and she is here to talk about uh, all the programs that they're offering this growing season, as well as the seed exchange, which sounds like a ton of fun. It's happening at City Place on March the 11th in Frostburg from 2 to 4 p.m. Also, public service announcement, um, we turn clocks ahead next week, so make sure to do that and show up not uh, late for this event so it should be a lot of fun there's going to be kids activities there and um, an opportunity for you to speak to master gardeners get some seeds and see some local organizations in the area um, so make sure to check that out they also are doubling the size of their community gardens this year so if that's something you're interested in be sure to go to our website for direct links to their facebook page and an email address so that you can facilitate that happen so if you're up for improving your gardening and just getting out of the house and looking forward to the springtime weather and getting back outside again, then the Seed Exchange is definitely an event you should be checking out. Uh, they also have some other upcoming events happening, and for that, you can check out their Facebook page, and we have a direct link on our website, recordtechlisten.com. So without further ado, let's get right into it. This is Amber Hanning from Frostburg Groves. Amber, you're back. I'm back. Yeah, but you're here in a different capacity this time. Um, you're talking about Frostburg Gross. Yeah, we've got some really exciting things coming up this growing season that I wanted to talk about. Okay. So in the past, if you're familiar with us, Frostburg Grows um, grew a lot of food that we sold to uh, Frostburg State University's cafeteria to provide a little bit of fresh local produce to them. And we also sold food to the summer lunchbox program. But this year we're taking a break altogether from commercial growing and selling. And we're focusing on our community programs and community development activities. Okay. Well, we're working to expand on some of the things we did last year. We picked up donations from the farmers at the Frostburg Farmers Market every Friday and donated them to the Cumberland Food Bank. And this year, we're changing some of that program a little bit um, and donating to some more local food distributor distributors like um, the Frostburg Food Pantry because they just got a refrigerator this year, so they're taking fresh produce as well as their usual non-perishables. Um, but so rather than just collecting from the farmers, we're going to be putting out a box uh, for home gardeners to donate to because I know that... Uh, as a gardener myself, I waste a lot of food that I just can't make the most out of. Right. So we're going to invite people to come every week and donate things from their garden or encourage people to even just buy a little something extra while they're at the farmer's market and then, donate and then it. leave it in the box That's and awesome. we will get it to the Frostburg food pantry. And, um, actually if your listeners have other ideas of places to donate to, we are happy to hear them. So, uh, contact us at Frostburg grows and the number one uh, at gmail.com nice. or look us up on Facebook and send us a message. That'd be, that's awesome. So it's all about, be, so you're taking a break from commercial growing so you can, you can really f uh, focus on donation growing really. Donation is one of the big things. Yeah. So last year we donated 2,600 pounds just from the Frostburg farmer's market and we're hoping to expand on that. We are also, since we're not growing to sell commercially, we're using one of our high tunnels to grow just for donations. So we That's will really still be cool. growing at the site, but we're just not selling it this year. So, I mean, that has to take a little bit of pressure off too. It takes a lot of pressure <laughs> off. Yeah. We, uh, we had a little problem last year at the beginning of the season with like 
uh, rabbits. Oh my! Last winter was so mild, uh-huh. and it just really set us back on sales. And to know that we don't have <laughs> that kind of stress this year is really nice. We've kind of cut down on our team a little bit. Um, and there's really two of us that are doing most of the footwork. So it's nice to be able to just focus on donations and whatever doesn't work is okay. And whatever does work is going straight to people who need it. So that's awesome. That That is very cool. Um, I would encourage home gardeners because everybody who has a garden always has a bumper crop of mm. one or two things. So if you have like asparagus coming out of your ears or cucumbers, cucumbers or zucchinis. yeah uh that's something that you can share the wealth as yeah. far as that goes so that's that's great and that'll be starting during the summer market so not yet at the winter market but once we move into city place then you may begin bringing anything you've got or buying a little extra something from your farmers and donating it in cool. a box. That's awesome. And you guys have a table at the farmer's market? We we don't have a table, but we will have, we're going to have hopefully a prominently displayed donations box cool. somewhere awesome. located at City Place. That's great. Um, speaking of City Place, uh, we need to talk about this really cool thing called the seed exchange yes, and that's happening at city place um in march so in a couple weeks march 11th yep it's a sunday afternoon from 2 to 4 p.m um so we've got a lot of stuff actually this uh, seed exchange should be a pretty well-rounded event we are inviting people whether they have seeds to donate or not to come and even just collect seeds if you're a new gardener Um, We're going to be having tables set up on the concrete side, so in the big room at City Place, for vegetable seeds, flower seeds, and then we'll also have a table for bulbs, tubers, corms, and rhizomes to bring. So um, you can bring stuff to donate and collect seeds from that. Mm -hmm. And then we'll also have um, master gardeners there giving demonstrations on couple of different subjects like seed starting for the new gardeners amongst us and um, collecting and saving seeds. Um, and then we're also going to have a demonstration about bees, beekeeping, and cool. uh, the flowers that bees need. Um, and then we'll also have a table of master gardeners set up available to just ask any plant-related questions you have. So we'll have our Ask, ask a Master gardener. gardener booth. That's yes. awesome. And we have a lot of our, well, most of our volunteers helping to guide people through the event are Master Gardeners. So there will be lots of people to, to get some garden knowledge from. Um, and then we also have a kid's corner with a seed bomb making workshop. Cool. And if you've never made seed bombs before, they're really, really cool. Um, they're fun for not just kids, but also adults. Um, and if your kids come and make seed bombs and come home very <laughs> dirty, don't be <laughs> upset with us. I'm don't sure blame you, right? Yeah, they'll have a good time. Um, and then we also have a bunch of vendors and organizations present. So Evergreen Heritage Center is going to be there, as well as the Nettle Patch, which is a newer business in Frostburg mm-hmm. that specializes in medicinal herbs. And they do a bunch of workshops on medicinal gardening. Um, so they'll be there, as well as Wholesome Harvest Co-op. Um, which is gearing up to be a new food co-op in town, and they'll be there passing out information about themselves. And then today we actually added another vendor to our lineup, Bobby Croft, who is a local potter, and he's going to be supplying, as well as like his usual ceramics, he'll be bringing stuff specifically for gardeners. And oh, for my plants. goodness. So like vases and pots nice. and things like that. Good. Yeah. This is super exciting, and I know that the warm weather has really 
like kicked kicked in yeah, a little early. you know yeah. um it was 70 degrees here not that long ago and my seeds arrived <laughs> and I was like this is kind of crazy I know it's they you see when your seeds start coming in the mail um it's exciting it's super exciting the seed catalog's coming in January helps you get over the hump of the four yeah. degree weather why you can sit and look at these beautiful plants and dream about the things you're going to eat later in the year but um I think this is a perfect time because it's, we are starting to experience spring a little bit earlier these days. Yeah, Um, that's what we thought. We wanted to get people out of their house. I know it's been, while it's been a uh, sort of a shorter winter, it's mm -hmm. also, we've had some pretty, pretty cold days. So I know a lot of people have been getting a little stir crazy. So we wanted an event that people could get out. And kind of get excited about spring together as a community. And if you're new to gardening, you have a great resource and you can ask all these people who have been gardening for years and to give you some tips to help you uh, hopefully not fail as badly as you think you might. (laughs) Gardening is definitely a up and down kind of a thing so some years you have really great years and you have bad years and that's okay and it's that way with all levels of gardeners too I mean last year was my first year with my own garden and I was kind of blown away at how simple it really was and I know that I'm sure like something will happen this year that will maybe teach me otherwise but I felt like uh, it was a lot more intimidating than it ended up being. Yeah. I feel like as long as you start something and put it in the ground and pay even minimum attention to it, you'll get something out of it. And we just really want to encourage people to come and hunt for seeds and ask questions and just try it this year, even if you never have. And if you're uh, an advanced gardener and you've been doing this forever, then come share your knowledge with people. and Come meet your people. Like yeah. hang out with your people. These master gardeners are yeah. pretty And pretty with amazing. the newer gardeners, you yeah. know, and sort of like be that mentor. And we just thought that it would be a cool way to kind of connect people. Cause I know there are a lot of gardeners, not only in Frostburg, but just like in the area. Absolutely. And, uh, we have a few community gardens for sure. Um, but we don't have many like events to get people together and talk about gardening. And sure. If there's anything gardeners like to do, it's talk about gardening. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, and constantly asking for tips because you can just say, well, I had this problem. Have you ever had the book? Oh yeah. And this is what I did mm-hmm. to get rid of it. It's the best. And it's trying really new cool. things. I yeah. mean, there's definitely things that, you know, everybody loves to do every year that are just their tried and true varieties that they love, but also like, there's just nothing more exciting than trying something new that you've never maybe even heard of. Like I was going through a catalog recently and I found this kind of cucumber that looks like a potato, like it's rough and brown on the outside. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. And I've never seen that before. So yeah. it's always exciting to try new things. So. Yeah. I was, I've been on the hunt for the perfect cucumber for several years for half sour pickles. And um, last year I found the perfect variety. So you have to like write it down and then just hope that you have a good cucumber ear, you know? Yep. But yeah, yeah, it's one of those things where you just constantly explore, which is kind of cool. Yep. And hope for the best. You plan it and hope for the best. That's all you can do. (laughs) So you mentioned community gardens and you're going to be doubling the size of those this year. We are. That was one of the projects we did last year that seemed to be the most well-received. Um, we had last year we had one community garden. So it was inside of one of our high tunnels. We have, uh, if you're not familiar with our site, we have, we, we grow on reclaimed mine land and so it's all gravel. It's like farming on the moon (laughs) and we have a few 50 by a hundred foot high tunnel. 
I use the term greenhouses lightly. They're not like sealed the way that greenhouses are, but we have high tunnels. And what's awesome about growing in them, well, first off, we grow in raised beds. I know I mentioned that there is gravel everywhere, so there's no no in-ground growing. But we use raised beds made out of recycled highway sign material donated from state highway system. So what's cool about our community garden is that um, I, I found as a beginner that it was nice to have kind of a more controlled environment. Um, you can also really extend the growing season. Mm -hmm. I mean, our gardens open on May 1st and are open until December 1st. So you really get a lot of time. And then because they're covered, you obviously don't get rain on them. So we have an automated irrigation system. So if you only are able to make it up once a week, you don't have to worry that things are going to die. I mean, they're, you know, we're there checking on them, making sure everything's okay and that Mm -hmm. our irrigation is working but it's just one fewer thing to worry about um so people really loved our gardens last year whether they were new gardeners or even have their own home gardens and just wanted to try growing in a high tunnel kind of appealed to a large crowd and they were bringing friends up to see them and we had a waiting list and so this year because we're not growing commercially that opened up more high tunnel space so we decided to open a second community garden so we have three by 25 and three by 50 foot plots available. The fee is $20 regardless of the size. Wow. Okay. But at the end of the season, uh, pending that you clean up your garden and, you know, everything, uh, you get a ten, $10 back. So it's like a deposit situation. Yeah. So okay. we keep half and then you get 10 of it back. That's great. Yeah. And we're hoping to not only have the gardens available to people, but also to have some workshops. So we're still kind of planning this, but we're hoping they'll be, well, they'll be free to our community gardeners. And we're hoping to have them open to the public for maybe a small, like $5 for a workshop fee. Um, and we're hoping to have some different things like um, seed starting again. We're, we're really trying to focus on kind of beginner gardeners this mm-hmm. year as much as we yeah. can get as many people gardening as possible. Um, so we'll have like kind of a beginner workshop on uh, starting your garden. And then we'd like to have something like mid-season check-ins where we kind of go around and look at the plants and talk about like maybe nutrient deficiencies that we see or pest problems and kind of talk about like how to, because there's always that mid-season slump in the garden mm-hmm. where you want to start, you know, planting your second crops or planting for the fall. And we just want to check in with people and kind of make sure everybody's got all the resources that they need at least informationally. And then we're hoping to do something like maybe um, preserving your harvest and kind of talk about canning. And so while these aren't set in stone, they are definitely in the works. So we're trying to, again, kind of expand on a program that we already have. That's great. I think the whole taking back from the commercial uh, commercial growing aspect has really opened it up to be more community-based, which I think is spectacular. It's great. I mean, because it's... um, well, it's not technically its own nonprofit, but Frostburg Grows is a project of a nonprofit, mm-hmm. and we don't want to compete with the farmers, and that's never been our goal, and that's why we don't have like a table at the farmer's market. Um, but it still took so much time to grow, especially in the way that our site is set up because it's not in ground, and there's, you know, a lot of, while there are a lot of pros, there are also a lot of cons. It was really, really time intensive to keep up with sales that way. Mm -hmm. So eliminating that has just like really opened doors to how we can be more present in the community. And really, we've taken a look at what we think the community could use 
um, and how we can help provide that. Yeah, I think it's great. And then the fact that you're actually, because you're, you are a part of a nonprofit, the fact that you can kind of engage with the community and say, like, what do you need from us? Like, what things do you, would you like help with? And, and kind of creating this nice little um, workshop space for people yeah. to figure out gardening, which is really important. Yeah. And yeah. there's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of um, resources out there for people trying to learn about agriculture. And uh, like, I know that Potomac State College just opened up their four-year SAGE program. Mm-hmm. And there's the, you know, UMD Extension and the Master Gardeners. But we thought that maybe there were some areas that we could fill yeah, you can't do everything. So that's why we're trying to focus kind of more on the community garden side and, you know, little events that we could do to kind of help educate further in ways that we thought maybe weren't being addressed. Sure. That's great. And when you get those events kind of in order with a little timeline, you have to come back and let we us will. know. Yes, let us know. Um, so, I mean, 26 thousand pounds is that what you said yeah that's a lot of food and that was from one farmer's market yeah in one growing season so So. i mean hopefully you can uh surpass that amount of food well that's our Um, goal with this gardener box so please bring your bring your (laughs) produce (laughs) yeah and so uh make sure to tell all of your friends about the seed exchange because it seems like a really spectacular event and And look look us up on facebook uh our frostburg grows facebook page we have the event listed there please share that to your wall or email it to your friends. Just try to get the word out. Cause we really, really want to include as many people as possible on this. Yeah. It's amazing. And we'll have direct links on our website so people can go there and they can email you if they've got questions or maybe a suggestion for a workshop or something like that. That's great. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having me. And uh, we'll see you soon. Sounds good. For more information on what you've heard on today's show, be sure to head over to our website, and that is recordtacklisten.com. And while you're there, you can see all of our previous episodes and uh, subscribe and all that good stuff. Some housekeeping things. Uh, The guys from Relish Pod are putting out another episode, and it'll be out soon, so keep a lookout for that. If you haven't checked them out, you can go to their website, and that's relishpod.com. They're on Instagram and Twitter at relishpod, so make sure to follow them there. And they have a Facebook page if you're feeling fancy. This podcast also has a Facebook group called The People Who Listen. And if you like what you hear on the show and you want to have a more interactive experience with other listeners like yourself, then I highly suggest you join that group. So you can go to Facebook, type in The People Who Listen in the search bar, and we should pop right up. So be sure to join if that's your thing. Um, some other things to think about, uh, we have some pretty amazing people coming up on the podcast as far as, uh, interviews. And so we love to hear from you guys. And if you have questions or you have a particular person you would like us to interview or do a show with, um, let us know. And the easiest way to do that is through our Facebook page, Twitter at RTL pod or, uh, Gmail, which is uh, record tech listen at gmail.com. And that always gets to us. So uh, be sure to do that. Be in contact. And let us know how we're doing. And like always, if you want, you can leave a review on any of the subscription services that you use. That helps other people find the podcast as well. So this has been another episode of Record Talk Listen, where I hit record, people talk, and hopefully you listen. Until next time, thank you so much. <laughs>